0: Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
1: The origin of Facebook, created by wax statue of himself Mark Zuckerberg to rate the attractiveness of his fellow Harvard co-eds, has been well documented. But less known is the origin of YouTube, a platform similarly powerful in shaping internet culture and similarly responsible for disrupting global politics via opaque algorithms. Like Zuckerberg's former Facemash, YouTube was conceived by horny young tech bros with dating on the brain. A trio of PayPal expats started the site in 2005 for eager singles to upload video dating profiles. But as more general content took hold, they shifted to become the Internet's video clearinghouse. And in 2006, the site sold to Google for $1.65 billion. The platform became known for early accidental hits like Charlie Bit My Finger, Leave Britney Alone, and Chocolate Rain all of which predated the term viral video and made celebrities out of its stars. And YouTube also birthed a different kind of celebrity, video bloggers or vloggers, who uploaded diaries, rants, and skits, often in character as broad stereotypes that found traction with younger audiences. By 2016, the word YouTuber had been added to the Oxford English Dictionary, and OG vloggers like Smosh, Shane Dawson, and Fred watched as the torch was passed to a new generation, including a Kansas teenager named Jimmy Donaldson. In 2017, Donaldson broke through with a video where he counted to 100,000 in real time, and similar outlandish stunts became his viral bread and butter. Today, Donaldson has nearly 100 million subscribers and over 10 billion views. And in another eye-popping number that shows his philanthropic side, he's raised $22 million for the Arbor Day Foundation via his Team Trees org. In fact, many of his videos include spontaneous gifts of cash and prizes to unsuspecting subjects, the kind of wholesome content that could appeal to even the biggest YouTube skeptic. But Donaldson's ambitions extend beyond his YouTube channels. In December 2020, he surprise launched a ghost kitchen named for his online pseudonym, a Smashburger concept featuring over-the-top sandwiches and fries. Its flash success reflected his staggering aptitude for virality, as the restaurant's app went to the top of the charts and its 300-plus locations sold out in short order. But will this splashy launch grow into sustained post-pandemic success? Or, like a viral video, will it burn bright and slow fade into a distant flame? This week on Doughboys, Mr. Beast Burger. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co host, Squinton Marsalis, the spoon man, Mike Mitchell. Squinton Marsalis. Like Winton Marsalis, the great jazz musician. Yikes. Duncan Walser sent that one in, roastspoonman at gmail.com. I thought that was a fun angle.
2: Yeah. I mean it just feels I mean, it's we're gonna get more and more obscure, right? Like like event, like we've covered most things, right? What disrespect? to Winton Marsalis, to call him obscure. I, I, One of the n-
1: great jazz musicians of our hey, lifetime. Hey,
2: relax. I'm, I'm not taking anything from Squinton Marsalis. <laughs> Why? Well, I just think that the, I just think you're, the roasts are going to get, we've, we've done everything.
1: Well, we should, we, maybe we could phase it out or maybe we could take a breather. We could figure something else out. If you're really, really tired of these. I think there's also a layer of you just don't like anything that's, uh, at
2: all insulting me that's part that's the real issue first of all I have thick skin you make fun of me all the time hmm and I make one little joke about you and (laughs) we we am upset I do
1: I I do say that a lot I do say way a lot you got me
2: you annoy me more when you're like I was in here talking to the guests while you weren't here that (laughs) (laughs)
1: that sort of shit (laughs) That shit bugs me, Mitch. Uh, something else that's gonna bug you. You know, mm-hmm. I know that you are a. I call you movie Mitch, both because of your movie fandom and your upcoming movie startup Fuck. in the I Tomorrow know. War oh, coming Jesus. soon. But thank you. I was gonna say uh, some bad news in the movie theater scene late uh, here in L.A. ArcLight mm-hmm. Regal Cinemas apparently not going to reopen to uh, ArcLight Cinemas in particular, beloved local chain. Uh, uh, you, you can't be happy to see that. It's I mean, no it's, one could be.
2: It's literally my. It's like probably my favorite thing in Los Angeles. Like like I don't think I have anything I like more than it. Going to the ArcLight theaters and seeing a movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that there's. Wow. I don't think there's anything. Else. I I don't think there's a place I like to go to see a movie more than the ArcLight. I mean, if it becomes the Netflix Cinerama Dome, here's my guarantee: I will jump off the top of it. <laughs> If it's a Netflix Cinerama Dome, I will jump off the roof of the dome wow. for all to see. The last great show that will be put on there will be me jumping off the top of it. What do you think of that, Wags? Would you pick any sp- any particular like
1: date to do that, or would you just kind of do it arbitrarily?
3: Hmm.
2: My birth, my fortieth birthday. Wow. What is that Grim. dark? Yeah, it's very dark. Hey, I always go and see a movie on my birthday, baby. That's true. So you would be there anyway. That is that is literally the place we'd go and see movies on my birthday. That's the truth. Been going there for over a decade. I love it. Right
1: after I mean, your birthday
2: you, dinner, and then before your birthday drinks, and then the next day you have a birthday karaoke. First of all, you've never come to any of those things, and I did that one year. <laughs> One year I said, let's do let's do karaoke <laughs> on another night because people were like, Right, we gotta have drinks. It's the weekend. So I did that one year, and then it's a joke mm-hmm. that carried over for you that I'm a big brother. Yeah, I like to see my friends on my birthday. We go get pizza and we see a movie, and people like to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't make a big fucking carnival for my birthday. I don't I don't do multiple days. That was one time okay. All right. where Dutton, who likes to party, wanted to do a little something else. And you love
3: I mean, Dutton. You're, now you're
2: putting it. Now you're putting it on Dutton. Dutton, Dutton
3: is cool as Dutton will confirm.
2: Out. Dutton is cool. I will suss this out with Dutton later. I'm I'm bummed out by I'm, I mm-hmm. I I am I'm truly bummed out by this news. How do you, How do you, I, look? I got a drop to play too, but I, I'm sure that our guest isn't happy. Who can be happy about this news? Who That's could be happy, happy about this news? Yes. We, we I mean we, we got to hear our guest. List. first. I got to say howdy ho to Spoon Nation. A very a very sad howdy ho to Spoon Nation because of the ArcLight loss. And <laughs> and here we go. Here's a little drop. Wags. The swordfish has. That's a great music level. Wow, I love this. It's <laughs> David Wise, I believe. Yeah.
3: Ooh, feels like I'm playing it. <laughs> <good>. Oh. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Why well, he's know, always play with Diddy oh, Kong because yeah. he's cuter. Yeah, he's great. Donkey Kong has the big guy thing. He's, he's he's a hero for us big guys. Wow. Wow. You know what? I gotta say, when I was singing that on the live episode wigs, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know like how close I was to it, but I fucking nailed it.
1: Well, I wonder if they pitched you up at all or altered the timing because it sounded like you, were, you, you just came in. Shut the fuck up and just give me I a just goddamn wonder. compliment for God's sakes. I would like to know the the drop creator. Please let us know whether or I not wonder you if altered. they all, I wonder if they altered you to make you sound better. You piece of shit. If you, I was not expecting you to have perfect pitch, but if you do, that's amazing. That's borderline miraculous. If you nailed the exact key just off the top of your head, that'd really be something.
2: Hey, all. As a DK enthusiast, hmm, you better mean Donkey Kong and not Drop King. I I had to overlay Mitch's rendition of Aquatic Ambience with the original from Donkey Kong Country, and it's under 30 seconds to boot. Thanks for years of giggles, Kim. PS, I did not pitch him up. Is that true?
3: Whoa! Is that
2: actually in there? No, you dumb fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, what a drop. And hey, what a guest we have today from the podcast Binge Mode and Take Line and All Caps NBA, which you can see on YouTube. Jason Concepcion is back. Hi, Jason.
0: Hello. Delightful
1: What's to
2: up? be here with you, gentlemen. Very happy to have you here. Too long since you've been back. It's, uh, it's, it's been,
0: been so far long. too long. It's been too long, but it's it's delightful to be back. It's delightful to be back home uh, staring at your beautiful faces. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, that Jason, is not
2: true, especially today. I look like shit, no,
1: but we, we we both look, look like complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's nice of you to say, Jason. We you, we know. I obviously you're a big sporto, but you're also a big movie dude. Uh, and I, yeah. I I did want to yeah. hear like what you think about. I I mean, I know this is a topic that's been belabored, and and you've no doubt thought about this and discussed about uh, discussed this a lot uh, yourself. But like. Uh, it it seems kind of grim that we're, that movie theaters are just like not going to reopen at least the, the arc light here.
0: Yeah, it's sad. So I, uh, you know, the outpouring, there was a, a outpouring of, of, uh, grief from the cinephiles from the LA area cinephiles about the, this news on the social internets the other day. And someone reached out to me and was like, can you explain to me like, what, what is so cool about this place? Um, for me, it was like, uh, it was a, the real, it, it felt like going there, you were really a part of the kind of like filmmaking culture of Los Angeles. Yeah. Like they have, mm. they have costumes of whatever movie happens to be playing there or just opened there, uh, in cases, you know, in the lobby, uh, when I saw once upon a time in Hollywood, they had the cars from the movie, like parked out front of the Cineram- mm-hmm. Cinerama Dome, which of course is in the movie. Um, Uh, Very often they'll have the writer or the director or one of the stars of the film come out and intro the movie. And then just like I've been there so many times just on a, you know, for a matinee in the early afternoon when as the credits roll, all of a sudden like a pocket of people in the theater will just start clapping because, like, one of their loved ones who is, like, you know, in the b- part of the below-the-line crew, like, their name rolled past the thing. And it's just such a fun experience to be like, oh, this is this is where the people who work in movies and make movies go to see movies. Um, and it's just, like, such a cool, you know, thing to look at the Arc Deco Dome. Uh, it's just—it's it, really sad that uh, it won't exist in its current incarnation anymore. I'm sure, like— to your point, I'm sure that like Netflix or Amazon Prime or whoever will snatch it up and rename it.
2: So beautifully put, so much better than we yeah. could ever put it. That, that yeah. I mean, just just you 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 said it perfectly. I mean we were like,
1: I like that the picture's bigger than a TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember going when minions opened, I remember like they made the dome up like a minion. Oh yeah, that was now. cool as hell. And so I'm thinking like Mike, is that is that where you would leap off of, or would it be the parking garage?
2: <laughs> I mean, I'd have them. I'd have them dressed up as the minion, so I know that Wyger would come watch me dr- jump off.
3: That's a guarantee. When it,
2: when it was dressed, when the dome was dressed up like a minion, Weiger was just standing out in front of it, transfixed on the dome, just staring there like a zombie. Um, just, just the fact that you could, you could go, t- and you're in the popcorn line. You look over, and you see. Oh, let me get a uh, popcorn. Ho, 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 ho. Tim Allen is right next to you. Right, Nick? Celebrities are always
1: there. Saw Pain and Gain Mm -hmm. uh, with Bug Main opening night. And you know who was at the screening? Pain and Gain with Main. Pain and Gain with Main. And you know who else was there? Michael Bay himself. Wow. Michael Bay was watching his own movie opening night at the Arclight.
2: That's wild. Yeah. I mean- the the amount of celebrities and stuff. I, when I saw Iron Man two, I believe uh, John Favreau and and Robert Downey Jr. came out and introduced it. And when I saw uh, um, oh that Joaquin Phoenix movie that I did uh, a couple of years ago, that he was he was just there for a Q and A. There's like so many there's so many celebrities that you just see in the theater all the time. It 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 it, yeah. it, it doesn't even be it, it becomes like a thing. That's maybe the place where I've seen the most celebrities in Los Angeles. is the ArcLight.
1: But but even that aside, I think like you know even even the the celebrity side of it, there is there is a characteristic of the arc lights that I don't know if any other chains have have copied this element. A lot of what the arc light has done has like you know other chains have copied it and then taken that nation that same thing nationwide. Uh, but the the pre movie speech. Which is yeah. usually, sometimes yeah. it'll be like a, like a celebrity, someone affiliated with the movie on rare occasion, like opening night. But generally, it's just someone who works for the theater. It's just like yeah. what, you know, like an usher will go up there and give a little presentation of like what movie you're about to see, its runtime, its rating, and then tell you where the exits are. And it's just like... I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I just found like very comforting and fun. And that happens like it, you know, ArcLight's a small chain, so it's got like you know, dozens so or so locations across Southern California. That'll happen at any of them. And it's always fun to just see some like you know, 19 year old go up there and say like, "Welcome to today's presentation of 12 Years a Slave." <laughs> the runtime is 119 minutes. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and then they just kind of give you their a little synopsis of it. It's fun. Yeah, that's great. I do
0: love that. There's a sense that everybody who works there is, is, uh, it really just loves movies. Like, there's that kind of energy. Um, uh, you just kind of like feel it just in the conversations that people have and stuff. And, and you're absolutely right. The celeb sighting there is so fun. I saw Chris Pine outside. I saw Jim Kill there once. That was great. Wow.
2: You literally, I mean, it is, it it truly is like the place where I've maybe seen the the most celebrities in LA. I mean, where the hell else am I going to be seeing them? But, I, but I wonder what will, have, I mean, I think the dome, they can't, I mean, they can't,
0: yeah, they can't tear it down. They can't on, tear down the dome. I was like, I it's,
2: I mean, it's a fucking historical site, right? I mean, how, how, yeah. how can you, how can you tear it? I, I, I would be shocked. I mean, I also think that just any place that tore it down and then put a new place up would just be fucking, I'd be there fucking throwing rocks at it every day
1: if Absolutely. they did that. Absolutely. But is this insane. after you've jumped off of it? Yeah. Right. So like
3: you're, yeah, you're there in ghost Shit. form,
2: you're haunting it. <laughs> It'd also suck if they put like a church there, and I'm throwing rocks at a church.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I saw a coworker cheating on his girlfriend there. That was wow, wow. Yeah. uh, So I had there was a producer of a podcast I was working on who very very. Like loudly had been talking about the long distance relationship that he was in with his girlfriend from back where like back wherever he was from. Mm. And I and uh, there I am in a movie uh, one night and there he is arm in arm with some some young lady who is definitely not his girlfriend. Wow.
2: Wow. My jaw dropped when
1: you, you saw that.
0: I
2: was scandalized. Yeah. It's good that they've shut it down.
1: any business that tolerates infidelity is no
2: business that should be in
0: business. That's right. I am, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm very, I am very saddened by it. I I wonder, I mean, I hope that there's my real hope is that someone leads some sort of charge to, to, to keep the, the, the arc light on sunset in business. Or the whole a, complex, not just the dome itself. I mean, the whole, I, I don't, I, I like seeing movies in the dome, but I like, I love the complex more. You can get, I mean, you can have, you can get a beer in there. It's got the best popcorn right. on, on Earthwise. I like mm-hmm. the jalapeno cheese pretzels. They got these sausages that are really good. The food is good there. They got good yeah. food. Do you even, do you see movies there or you just go for the concessions? <laughs> I told you that I, that, that when I was watching, I was on a date watching Silence. And the movie's too silent. My stomach started to rumble. Oh boy! <laughs> I ran. Oh, to the, no. I said I gotta go to the bathroom. I ran. I ate a hot dog really quick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 what did you say? Did you? What did you say when you left the theater?
2: I, I said I was like I gotta go to the bathroom. I, I left and I, and I, uh, I, I I I ate a hot dog, and I came back. And I, I do wonder if she was like, why does he smell like a hot dog now? Or maybe, <laughs> maybe that was never an issue. Maybe it, maybe I just always had smelled like a hot dog.
1: Why not just say I'm gonna go get a hot dog? Do you want right. anything?
3: Hmm.
2: I I think I'd rather just say I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> It's the fat guy syndrome. I don't want to be eating a hot dog. Yeah, that's true. I
1: gotcha. Yeah. I mean, like, but I think know, that
2: on any, d- I don't even know. I don't even know if it's a fat guy thing. I think it's like any date. What, you want to be like, I'm going to go get a hot dog. You don't want anything? I'm going to eat one anyways. Like, I think that's, uh, in my head, I was self-conscious about that. I gotcha. Yeah. You yeah, probably overthought it.
0: it. Mm. Yeah. Were you going to dinner after that? or And it was just like, or uh, plans, post-movie no. plans? No? No, no dinner. <laughs>
1: You, you was, had dinner beforehand. Is that's what happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're self conscious.
2: We had dinner beforehand. Uh, we ate at the Arc Light, at the little restaurant there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it was like earlier in the day or something. Was I think it was mm. like an earlier showtime. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a long ass movie. It's like three hours long, right? Right.
0: Right. right. And again it's mostly quiet. It's just about monks.
2: There it is quiet. There is there is there is a lot of silence in silence. It's not it's yeah. I'm not It's not a joke. There are there like a, my stomach was rumbling and I was like I wish it was louder. I wish it was a loud movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Jason, on the movie topic, on the concessions topic, what are your favorites? What do you like to munch on and sip on when you're watching a flick?
0: Oh, wow. Um, You know, classic popcorn. I I worked in a movie theater uh, in the year from 1997 to 1998, summers. Wow. um, From summer 97 to summer 98. So every movie that came out in that period of time, I have seen. Wedding Singer, uh, Titanic many, many times, uh, uh, Dark City, uh, oh, wow, wow. Basketball. Like, it just, uh, you know, uh, American History X. I could go on and on, on. Anyway, um, that for a long time turned me off of popcorn because mm-hmm. we'd have to clean the uh, the popcorn machine and it was a hideous industrial nightmare, like, from the, something from behind the Iron Curtain. You know, like, it was despicable. But, uh, you know, the popcorn out here is better. So I love popcorn now. Uh, I'll go with a Milk Dud. Uh, and I also like... Uh, you know, uh, peanut M and M's I think mm. are classic. Anything that's very like, uh, very biteable, uh, sweet that doesn't melt in your hand. Um, and then I'll like I'll get like I'll get chicken wings too, or sometimes if they wow. have those, like the chicken oh, fingers. Fun. Sometimes if I'm like, you know what, I'm starving, like a Mitch syndrome, like mm-hmm. I'm I need to eat. <laughs> um, what will I eat from this movie theater? I'll get like. Fries and and chicken tenders is my go
2: to. So see an, an AMC or possible, quite possibly uh, uh, a a uh, Alamo Draft House, which yeah, which which maybe Alamo Draft House. I mean, it was funny because they were looking for a place in L.A. for so long, and then I wonder if they knew what was happening. They would, they could, pro- they could plop in there pretty easily. It feels like, but it, but I f- it feels feel like, like every place right is
1: Yeah, yeah, every place right. is hurting. Yeah, yeah, so I
2: I wonder if they ha- they'd have enough, you know, with 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 everything that's been going on to 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 purchase a place like that. But AMC does like some chicken wings and chicken f- fingers and 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 mm-hmm. but some of that's some chicken wings can so when I worked at I worked in a the movie theater as well, summer of 2001. Uh my my senior going into college year, my my senior year of high school into college. Um and uh I agree with you, you just see everything. You you see everything. You see everything.
0: I saw what, the what others. Was that era? I saw I, for you,
2: I saw I saw a free previews free free preview of the others which like oh, had not yeah, okay. released oh, yeah. yet. Uh Mark Wahlberg's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. Um weird one. Do you know what else was there was playing was and I remember because the song. And I and this is one that I never saw but uh, I mean I saw parts of it back then but Perfect Day uh the the um um legally blonde the song Perfect Day There was just a preview of that playing over and over and over again. It was like perfect day. (laughs) Day. Yeah, it was fucking, it was rough. And then a big one was American Pie 2, I believe. was, Mm. Was, yeah, American Pie 2 was the big, was the big summer movie, which sucked because like people from, I remember I saw like a group of people from Thayer Academy where I went for one year. Wags, you know this. Yeah. I went to Thayer Academy for one my freshman year and I like left and I didn't love the school and it was kind of like prepier, and I always kind of felt out of place there and a big group from like Thayer Academy came in to watch to watch American Pie 2 and I was there in like a fucking popcorn t-shirt and felt like a fucking doofus. I just felt like did, I did they recognize like a you or was did you just know it was cool kids. I think they recognized me in the way of like oh it's that guy.
0: Yeah. But now you're a movie star. You're a movie and television star and a mm-hmm. TV writer and a successful person in this world. And you've shown all of them.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think they tune in and they're like, oh, it's that guy. Whenever they see me on TV.
0: <laughs> now, I think that they're sitting. I think they're sitting in there like. A middle management law firm job thinking <laughs> I should have done something interesting. Like I hate my life every single day. I'm just pushing paper around answering emails like this is absolutely hell. They're like looking uh, on their phone or on the Internet to see if like there's like some kind of a like, community theater. Is there something creative like in my town that I can get involved in <laughs> when quarantine lifts up? And then they'll look and they'll see a trailer and like, oh, my fucking God, is that is that m- do I know that guy? And they and they will be and their bodies will be seized with a feeling of of both inspiration and jealousy and anger that you took the road less traveled and you know what you succeeded.
2: Jason, I I truly love this narrative. I I really do hope that that is the way it goes. And and um and you know what, you're right. That is true. You guys fucked up. Every there listener. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i hope there's one of your thayer like someone you've forgotten about from thayer who's like been a loyal day one subscriber watching your oh, career no. from afar <laughs> i mean there's, like there's plenty I hope of- he makes good oh good for mitch and then they he yeah. just gets just gets dressed down on this
2: <laughs> podcast i also there's want no to God. say that there are plenty of uh, there are plenty of people from there who i like there there was there's was, there's was, there was quite a few great people who went there but but um yeah i i, I I saw like a, a I think a particularly group of of cool kids there. Oh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within came out
3: that oh, whoa. that summer. Yeah. Scary
2: Movie 2 wigs.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I I'm sure it's <laughs> aged well too. Pootie Tang
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> also aged well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Made? Remember the movie Made? Oh yeah, Made, John Favreau. I saw John that Favreau. in theaters.
3: Yeah. Mhm.
1: Uh, I found this out. Hironobu Sakaguchi, the correct, mm. the creator of the Final Fantasy franchise, and the director of the Spirits Within, he's like 58. He's still so young. Wow. Wow. He created the fi- he created Final Fantasy one in like his mid 20s. Holy shit. That's fucking yeah.
2: crazy. That depra- yeah, really. Something. That's that's depressing. I don't like it. But um, <laughs> i I found I found a good. I found like my I found the movies that were coming out when I was there, and it like more so these are the ones I remember. I mean, Legally Blonde and a couple others I said before, but like specifically like Rat Race and uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, and Osmosis Jones.
0: Oh, Osmosis Jones, yeah.
2: America, yeah, American Pie Two, Rush Hour Two. That was the, like that was like the big. I think American Pie Two and Rush Hour Two maybe came out like on like the same or like very close to each other, like one weekend and then the next weekend, which was chaos. As you remember, Jason, that's like a, it's like a chaos situation when the two right. big movies, it's just those weekends it just was, are fucking nutty.
0: It was, uh, did they have, they would have staff meetings with us, like for Titanic, you know, mm. like, um, because we didn't get, we were like a smaller theater, at AMC, and so like the big theater down the street would get like the big, you know, Saving Private Ryan, Titanic, big opening weekend runs, and then like when it had kind of gone like, three, four weeks, whatever. Then they took the reels and literally a like hand-carried the reels down to our theater. And now all of a sudden, you know, we've got Titanic. But w- so when it, it was clear that Titanic was like a monster hit and they, so they had a staff being, listen, we're going to have Titanic. It's two, it's on like two and a half reels or something. You're going to need to like be on your toes, everybody, blah, 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 blah. Um, so they would have like these big meetings about like how intense it was going to be because we're getting Titanic and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 we we didn't have any of that shit. we had Got much that. worse we had much worse managers I think that were like that were just like, uh, it's gonna be crazy this weekend and then it would just be fucking crazy and and <laughs> and, and 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 also like we I remember a thing of like we would scoop popcorn at the end we would put it back into bags. so we so basically they they'd pop popcorn upstairs in like where the where the movies were filmed. Mm-hmm. And or, or sorry, where the movies were filmed, where the where the where they where they the projection where the proje- projectionists were, and like where they projected the movies, right. they, they they popped popcorn up there and they put it into bags, so it was popped fresh daily. But then they would just be sitting in big bags, and then they would put yeah. it on elevators, and then we'd put it in like a big container that was like a heating container, and then at the end of the day, you'd have to scoop out that popcorn, <laughs> and I remember like. People would be like, like, oh gross, do you ever eat it? And I was like, Yeah, I still eat it all the time. It didn't stop me. <laughs> it never stopped me once. I, I like uh and that's why I feel like when if you got some that tasted stale. I mean, you'd go through so much of it, but some of yeah. it would be a day or so old. Um, Did you but embezzle
0: now, money? What's that? We used to imbe- we used to embezzle money. Sorry to cut wow. you off. Uh, wow. Yeah, we used to we would uh, we were running this scheme where you know you'd sell the ticket at the at the uh, at the front. And hand that to the customer. They'd come in and what you're supposed to do is rip the ticket and one goes in a little thing and then they take it and they go off to their theater. We would just take the entire whole ticket and Mm -hmm. we would pass that back and we'd say, okay, theater three or whatever. And we'd pass that back to the booth. And then when somebody came up for the same movie, we'd pretend to punch something in, take their money and give them that ticket. Wow, wow that and that was just clean full cash money that we would then split in, right in our pockets and you know we wow. would make it, you know whatever you make in a movie theater it was like it's like survival wages and so that was like actually like a nice little a nice little bonus and we would do that every weekend we would do that all the time we were robbing that place blind
2: hey jason have wow. you ever heard have you ever heard of a movie called the sting
0: <laughs> well yes. guess
2: what you're in a sting right now no! right wives get em, boys no
1: um the yeah that's a. I I mean it's a it's a, the, the low the petty grift that goes on in where people are making minimum wage like I yeah. have I had no problem with anyone doing anything steal stuff from your job if you need to because a lot of times it's like what they're they're not gonna fucking miss it it's an AMC I-
2: I yeah. do have a problem. No, I'm kidding. I, I think that people, I was, I was, I was never, I was never in charge of, uh, the tickets. I was never a ticket taker guy. I was, uh, I was concessions. And then I also, uh, worked, uh, sweeping stuff up. I'd be like a theater cleaner, which yeah. was, which was like, there was like, let me tell you why when people are coming out of fucking American pie two, and you got a new show opening up in about 15 minutes. That you can't do shit.
1: Because yeah. everyone's been in there reenacting Jason Biggs' right. favorite, famous stunt from the movie. They're all fucking pies. You got to clean that mess up.
2: There's fucking p- pies with holes in them everywhere. I don't know. You, what can you do? What can you do? Here's a question, Wags. hmm Would you eat a slice of the pie that Jason Biggs fucked?
1: I think that you could probably eat around the hole. So yes, <laughs>
0: did he uh, did he fuck that pie to completion? Can I just get a fact check? Oh, on that? great like, question! What is that?
1: His that's does his an important does his dad factor. see him doing it? Does his dad yeah catch his dad him? interrupts him? I don't think he his finishes. Dad catches him, and now right. this
2: yeah, okay
0: hmm. He hasn't fully reached orgasm, but there is uh, as as we all learned in uh, in middle school health, there is the possibility of of pre cum mm-hmm. in yeah. the pie.
1: So there's pre come but no come. Um so I'm changing my answer to no.
0: <laughs> I would eat around the crust I think if I really had to if I was hungry enough.
2: This this yeah. maybe this this may be Mandela effect but does Eugene Levy <laughs> see him do it and then he joins him in fucking the pie and then they they both finish?
1: It's kind of an autofocus situation. That's the director's cut. <laughs> right. They do the autofocus <laughs> <laughs> with a pie. His father and son. Uh, Jason, uh, we've, so I I did want to talk about something else, but something beyond movies before we We get into this week's chain.
0: We don't, we don't want to continue, uh, with uh, Eugene Levy and his son, uh, double, double doing a pie. We want to move on from from I don't want to
2: move on from it. I think it's fun. (laughs) I think it's a fun world to
1: play around in. This riff will extend the full 90 minutes and we'll, we won't have time to review the restaurant. That's right. (laughs) Um, uh, you've you've kind of unofficially become one of our burger correspondents. Last time we reviewed wow. Shake Shack, and uh, this yep. week we're reviewing another burger chain, which we'll get into after the break. But uh, how, where do you stand as a burger fan? Where where are burgers in your hierarchy of of fast food?
0: Um, pr- pretty high up there, I would say. You know, uh, my conception of what fast food is has grown, particularly in the Los Angeles area as you know, I, I would count tacos, for instance, as fast food. Sure. But I but I think that it's you know up there it's top three, occasionally occasionally number one. There's, you know, I'm an American, mm-hmm. I love a hamburger.
1: Burgers are great. Do you have a favorite chain? Burger Chain.
0: Wow. I get I th- um In and Out. In and Out, wow. Classic. Yeah, I think In N Out's a classic. I love In N Out. It's great never choice. done me wrong. I I, I understand the, uh, the issues that people have with the fries, and I think that they have legitimate claims to those. But um, in, in terms of the cost versus quality issue, I don't think you can beat it. Bur- oh, yeah. bur- burgers, burgers, I mean,
2: uh, saying burgers are great is just silly in itself, but the yeah. burgers are great. I mean, like, They're what? Great. It's that sort of thing, Nick, is that so much attention has been given to the chicken sandwiches and so on. In the right. last couple of years, that burgers have maybe now even gone like underrated. I, I, who who right. doesn't love a nice cheeseburger? It's it's the best on earth. I mean, everyone loves them. They're the most popular food on earth. But the yeah. burger the burger craze was, was maybe a little too much. We maybe yes. went a little too crazy with the burger craze.
1: Yeah, I, I think what what you're maybe saying, Mitch, is that burgers are so overrated that they've now become underrated.
2: That's right. <laughs> I mean, look the chicken sandwich is the chicken sandwich is the the one that's the, everyone's going cuckoo over for right now. Right, right. The chicken sandwiches right, right. Are, are having their moment, and I'm not going to take away from that. Have fun with the chicken sure. sandwiches, and but sure. I like I, I I am I am truly I haven't had a I hadn't had a burger in a while when when we before we did this episode. Yeah. Now, just talking about it, I'm fucking craving a burger again. I want to. I want a damn burger. I want to. I want to go have a burger. Why? Because I feel for you. Because you haven't had. You've had a veggie burger, but you haven't had a burger all all year. The burger boy. You. Impossible. I mean, you shouldn't have that title. You shouldn't be burger boy. Uh, well, we'll come up with a new name for me
1: in time. Just as, just as, uh, just as you've become, uh, you switched from the spoon man to Mister Slice. I can evolve from the burger boy to something else. The lettuce lad. I'll be the lettuce lad. I'll happily be the lettuce lad. Mm. That fits me to a T.
2: No, you like it too much. Already, I, I don't love
0: like it. it. Are you eating the Impossible Burger or any of the similar substitutes beyond meat, etc.? Like, what what are your feelings on those?
1: That's been huge for me. Uh, and yeah. uh, you know, the I, I had. An impossible burger. I had a. I had an impossible burger actually yesterday from this local Ooh. smallest chain burger lounge, and it was it was great. It's the oh, yeah, the perfect. impossible burger and the Beyond Burger are great. I I don't really. Uh, that's been a thing. I like. I miss ground beef. It, like not really much at all because there's enough of a sim of a of a. Uh, uh, you, uh, there's enough of a simulation that exists right now, like the the right. the beyond and the the. I feel like that's where the most work has been done is coming up with a good fake burger. So yeah, mm-hmm. I end up actually miss chicken and fish more than I miss miss burgers. Wow, yeah.
0: Do you uh, do you experience any gas uh, gas issues post Impossible Burger? Is that just um, me? Great question. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I I don't. I mean.
1: Yeah, I, I, not that I've noticed, but mm-hmm. I guess I should probably be, track, uh, be paying more attention to that.
2: Dude, let's talk to Natalie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix.
1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Jason Concepcion discussing this week's chain, Mr. Beast Burger. Why? Mr. Beast Burger.
2: Yes. Sir Eggplant. How do you feel about that name? Ooh.
1: The Lettuce Lad, a.k.a. Sir, Le- Sir Eggplant. Can I have them both?
2: Mm, yes, actually, you can.
1: All right, great, Sir Eggplant and the Lettuce Lad. I'm, I'm in because they also sound both like titles, like proper titles. Right. I love that.
2: Sir Eggplant is also a little wink, wink about, you know.
1: All right. Hey, uh, so Mr. Beastburger is the brainchild of YouTuber Mr. Beast, <laughs> aka Jimmy Donaldson. Jimmy Donaldson, a huge streamer, right? over 10 billion yeah. views across his various channels winner of the 2020 Shorty award for streamer of the year and the 2020 Streamy award for creator of the year uh which is like the YouTube EGOT uh his his uh, like wheelhouse seems to be big stunts so like his featured yeah. video right now is I spent 50 hours buried alive he does that sort of thing Jesus um, and he uh and he co-founded Team Trees we should say which is which raised over 20 million dollars for Arbor Day for the Arbor Day Foundation oh that's good yeah it, it, he seems to de- have something of a philanthropic streak.
0: He okay. gives away money quite o- quite often through his yeah. uh, through his uh, like actual channels, and then you'll see on social media where he'll just be like, "I want to give away ten thousand dollars today," and then he'll just do it.
2: Is he is he uh, is he uh, is he uh, is is his, is he an annoying person? I should have looked in, into this guy. But is he is he like one of the like you know there's is it Logan Paul and Jake Paul those two guys? Yeah, they're like very I, I... punchable people. I feel like.
1: I don't get that vibe from him, but also I I definitely, like, I would say his content is not for us. It feels mm-hmm. like it's yeah. for a younger, more YouTube-savvy right. uh, audience. Um, but also, I'm sure that me saying this, someone is going to at reply me with a supercut of Mr. Beast saying slurs for 90 minutes. Right. So right. Uh, I, do- I honestly can't speak to his content all that much. He, does, he d- is legitimately very popular and does like to give away money. Uh, and that leads us into Mr. Beast Burger, which is lo- launched as a ghost kitchen in December of 2020. Uh, it's virtual dining concepts is behind this. And let me read you some of the other restaurants in virtual dining concepts uh, stable. So they've got Mr. Beast Burger. They've also got Taiga Bites, which is based off of yeah. the rapper Tyga. They've got Mariah's <laughs> Cookies, which is <laughs> mm-hmm. Mariah Carey's cookie okay. brand. Dear God. Uh, Mario's Tortas Lopez. Oh, Mario Lopez's oh, Tortas. Wow. And Pauly D's Italian Subs. Oh my God. Holly D from Jersey Shore. So that it seems like their whole thing is they just do celebrity licensed ghost kitchens.
2: By the way, Wags, did you see, and Jason, did you see uh, uh, Logan Paul, I think it was Logan Paul, get stunned the other night at WrestleMania? It was, it was, uh, it
0: was, he did. I didn't see that. No, I saw, I saw Bad Bunny's uh, match, which I uh, was shocked at the quality of. I was absolutely blown away by how good he was, but I did not see Logan Paul, no. That's Shout out
2: wh- John Morrison. Friend of the pod John Morrison. We were we we were we were chatting with him up until uh the uh up until the WrestleMania match and he uh man he was like he- stop bothering us.
1: <laughs> I, have a, I have a match to prep for. I'm a, I'm about to go alone.
2: out. I'm about to go out on stage. Shut up. <laughs> is it is the crowd loud? That's the type of stuff we're asking him. But uh, is h-
1: bad bunny a real bunny? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the destroyer that uh the, the destroyer outside the ring, which, uh, Oh
0: my God. Yeah. So cool. And, and, uh, Jeff- it, and he was like really selling and everything. Like it was like yeah. incredible.
2: Yeah. He seems to be
1: a, a legitimate huge wrestling fan. And I think that goes a long way. Yeah. Uh, good for so, him.
2: Congrats to the that great match. My favorite, one of my favorites of the weekend because so It was great. I
1: thought you were going to talk about Lo- when you brought up Logan Paul I don't know if it was Logan or Jake Paul. I thought you were
2: going to talk about him uh, beating the shit out of Nate Robinson in a
1: boxing no. match. That was
0: Logan. That was Logan. Yeah. And, yeah,
2: and, and right. that, I did not like that at all. I did not like, I did not like Nate going down. I love Nate. Nate is, Nate's great. Very fun player. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, mean, I don't know Nate if Nate got, was.
0: Nate got put down in a way that, that had me wondering for a, a full day if he was okay. Like, yes. Going yeah, forward. Yeah. Like yeah. he got laid out in a very concerning way. I was
2: I was actually shocked by that. Where I was like, "Oh man, I guess Logan Paul is probably a strong guy." I, I mean, uh, Nate Robinson, say what, that's an NBA athlete. It's, it, that, it's an it's, NBA it's,
0: athlete. It's, it's right. one he of the,
2: he's He dunks. He's one of he's one of the most athletic people in the world. So I don't know if Nate just knew the you know the ins and outs of boxing, or or if if he had trained as much or something, but but he or if it was just the thing of. Logan Paul is just a beefy big dude and maybe he's super yeah. athletic too. It seems like he is. So maybe that's what I think was, a big
1: but. part of it is just, I mean, Logan Paul has done a, has been boxing f- competitively for a while, but also it's yeah. just like, there's a reason weight classes exist, you know, yeah, right. it's not fair, right. but he just, if you have more reach and you're you're a bigger guy, you just have a, a natural advantage. Um, Sounds like you're yeah, making
2: excuses for when you and I box during the, the 20,
1: <laughs> 25 hour do <dough-a-thon>. a <laughs> You'd turn me into a pile of preserves. Are you kidding? You're like four inches taller than me. And you weigh me by a hundred pounds.
2: I got pillow hands. Wu-Tang would tell you that. I'm going to punch you in the head. You're going to fall asleep. That's what's going to (laughs) happen.
1: So Mr. Beast Burger, an instant hit, uh, became the number one app in the app store and the Android oh, store the day it launched. And it already has 420 kitchens. That feels purposeful, the 420 kitchens, which yeah. they have currently. Uh, and uh, I, it, at least in LA, I, well, at least where I live, Jason, it was delivery only. We, we're, yeah, did same. they have pickup options or it was delivery only? Uh,
0: delivery only through the app.
2: Yes. And Mitch, you went to pick yours up. I went to pick mine up uh, in, in what a sad... I saw that it was in Braintree and 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 um uh right near where my father is buried. And um and I was like, Where where is this place? And then it turns out it's at Bertucci's, which is like uh I've told you about this, like a local chain that I love. So it's this ghost kitchen working out of Bertucci's, this restaurant where I go and I have I have Bertucci's pizza with Auntie Pat every time I'm back in town. Me and Auntie Pat will go there and and uh and it's it's a place that I've that I've loved for a long time. You get like they, when you were little, they give you a little ball of dough to play with, and they got great rolls oh, and fun. salad and yeah. pizza. It's a great local chain. So to so, so to see this, to see this this these fucking monstrosities working out the front door, it it it, it bothered me. I was I was I was bummed out by it. Not and, and you know I it, not that I'm going to hold that against this place because I'm sure that it's probably helpful for Batucci's to have these. They they must be getting paid, right? I'll to hold it these.
0: against them for you. I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> Cuz I mean is is it helping out these restaurants or is it hurting these restaurants? I can't really tell. I got to say Bertucci's at least was doing some good business when I was in there. People were getting takeout. So that was That's that good. was nice to see.
0: Yeah. That's good. Uh
1: I know one of the other chains that they've had they have and I don't know why they're Italian restaurants, but the other another one of the chains they have a lot of uh, they're using the kitchens of is Buca di Beppo. Mm. And Buca oh. di Beppo I think in particular has not had a great uh, quarantine because that's just like it's such a dine-in place. It's like you're not getting yeah. Buki de Beppo to go. So I it, it probably has helped boost some of these businesses. Um, How do they do it I,
0: now? Are they staffed by the Mr. Beast people or is it that the existing kitchen staff then just kind of run down the recipes of Mr. Beast's burgers?
1: It, it it seems to be a mix because there are like ghost kitchens that have just kind of come up and they're just like this exists just as a ghost kitchen, which is I I think is where the the one I got it, it from. It was just Same. like this yeah. is yeah this has been four walled and and turned into a ghost kitchen during quarantine. Uh but then the, the existing restaurants, I think, yeah, they use their existing staff. So yeah,
2: that's probably they, been good. So for them. I'm I'm thinking that yeah, I, I think that they must they must get paid to do this stuff. But I also do think it makes just things chaotic, which I'll. Get into a, li- a little bit when when we talk about it, but the yeah my 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 the Spertucci's had Tiger Bites, Mariah's Cookies, Wings Squad. Oh, it had Mr- them all, and and Mister Beast Burger. It had all four. Wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Those
1: They're- are all virtual dining restaurants. Uh, I I will say that, and I guess this probably speaks to their the 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 brand above the the umbrella brands like kind of philosophy. It's the, Mr. Beast Burger seems like above all a master class in branding because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there were there were Mr. Beast stickers on the bag. There were Mr. Beast stickers on every menu item. Uh it came with at least mine came with a free Mr Beast collectible cup and on the cup it says subscribe to Mr. Beast. It mm. seems like more like this exists more than anything to be like this is a marketing channel for Mr. Beast YouTube as opposed to this is like a burger restaurant for its own sake.
2: Funny you say that, because I got the cup too, but take a look at my bag, the bag I got.
1: Wow. Mitch's bag says Guy Fieri's Flavortown Kitchen. What is going on?
2: I got the Guy Fieri Flavortown Kitchen bag, which wasn't even one of the signs. Maybe it, Maybe those have been phased out or something. Is, Maybe is,
0: that's a misprint. If You I, you should have kept that bag and then had it sealed up and had it graded, and now you've got like <laughs> one of those misprint bags. It's a Mr. Beast collectible but with a Guy Fieri sticker, and well, who knows what happens to that in a couple of years.
2: Jason, now I'm going to sell it as an NFT. Wow. It's a live photo, like so I'm going to sell this as an NFT. Highest bidder, just DM me. We'll figure it out. Hmm, I got a bit already from Weiger.
1: <laughs> I want that. I want that pick. Emptying out my 401k and putting it all into that <laughs> NFT. Uh, so the uh, and um and I will say we talked about you know the, my my current dietary choice. No beat shall I eat this place unfortunately does not have a veggie burger I really expected they it to have not. especially as a new concept uh, mm. to have an impossible or a beyond version of their burgers but it doesn't it seems like it's just it's more going into like we have we have all the meats this is our
2: uh sort Full of meat yeah I also I also feel like shouldn't shouldn't a smash burger be like a little bit it should be better for veggie burgers right so like you got an impossible meat smash burger shouldn't that be like hard to even you won't even be able to tell it's meat you, it, who cares you know what i mean
1: yeah and, and you touched on the type of burger they make here yes it is very much in the right. smash burger mold um mm-hmm. and yeah I, I haven't seen that kind of you're right i would think a beyond patty could could very much work with work for that
2: um yeah i've my mom when i was like "There's smash burgers my mom was like oh i've never had a smash burger before she was excited <laughs> because she had never had a smash burger um there's a couple places in L.A. that do them. Like I, I, I had I I had never I I've had an official smash burger. Burgers never say die, which is run by a by a a Quincy uh, a, a Quincy guy who I know. And and, and, it's and a It's a restaurant here in L.A. There's a there's a few there's a few other places that make really good smash burgers. But that's always before I knew smash burgers was a thing. It's always like a style that I before I knew they were called smash burgers. It was always a style of burger I liked. I liked like a crispy mm, right. Grilled like a uh, uh, crispy thinner patty. I I, I always kind of like meat thinner. Uh, I like I like a, I like a thin meat.
0: I don't like when I have to do a lot of like repositioning and moving around and kind of like trying mm-hmm. to find the 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 narrowest part of a sandwich to bite because it's just so yeah, right. fantastically huge. I don't like yeah. any kind of sandwich that requires like outside. Um, like construction material, in order to keep it together as a sandwich. Like I just, uh-huh, I, yep. I liked white. I like White Castle burgers because they were super small. You just eat two bites, boom, you eat one, and just get like ten of them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I. So I agree with you in that regard. I I think that if you if you got like an inch
2: or two of meat, that's yeah. just too much. First of all, you're giving me size envy. Second of all. <laughs> 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 that's 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 too much meat. It's just too it's just it's just right. too much it's too much meat packed up together. Like I don't if if you if I get like a roast beef sandwich and it's like just layers of meat and it's like thick meat. I I don't want right. that. There's got to be balance to the sandwich. And that's why I do like smash burgers. I don't love like a like a hugely deep thick burger. I'm not saying that I haven't had some that I've liked. Of course I have, but Right. And they and they double up the patties, so so it doesn't feel like it, it does. It feels like you're getting a good amount of meat, but they're 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 very they're very thoroughly cooked.
1: Well,
0: well, let's mm. get into
1: it. Let, talk us through yeah. your your guys's burgers.
0: I got the Beast style, um, burger, smashed crispy beef patty patties, um, whatever the in house Mister Beast's uh, special seasoning is, cheese, pickles. I got the I got it with um, caramelized onions rather than the regular onions just because I want to see what that was like. And it comes on a a ketchup and it comes on a roll. Uh, The experience, I would describe it as a very aggressive Carl's Jr. Um, Mm -hmm. It it. Tasted pretty good, but it hurt. It hurt me. It felt like I got hit (laughs) in the stomach with like a sledgehammer. It, Oh man, it hurt me. I also got the uh, seasoned fries, the seasoned crinkle fries, and they were, they were good to find. Uh, certainly uh, no notes for me on that in, in that regard. Um, tasty enough and, and well done. Um, uh, there was a crispiness to them and and enough material there where, you know, they didn't get soggy over the trip. Um, Uh, that was, those were my initial impressions is like, this is kind of like Carl's Jr. This reminds me of Carl's Jr.
2: Yeah. I, I, uh, I get that Carl's Jr. Comparison, which I love. I love Carl's. I, I, Mm. I I get it. I, I felt, I felt it was a very mixed experience for me. Uh, So I, I, I got to, I got to the Bertucci's when my mom and I, we drove over there. Um, And I was like, I'm going to run in and get it. And it was, we were there exactly at the time. And I told the people I was like, "Hey, I'm here for pickup for for Mitchell," and they were like, "It's still getting worked on." And then I sat there for about 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was about 15 to 20 minutes later. We got a lot of food, but my thought was when I got the bag, it felt the bag felt the, it was two bags worth of food. It felt it felt cold, and I was like,
0: "Why Uh-oh. was it?
2: Why was I sitting for 20 minutes when now this feels yeah. cold?" And I will say. A part of it is there's a ton of packaging, and then the other part is is that some stuff was a little bit just kind of cold. Right. um, Like the fries and stuff, but it's almost impossible to travel with all that stuff, like you were saying. So um, here's what I got. I got the crispy chicken tender sandwich, Mm -hmm. the Nashville hot chicken tender sandwich, um, two orders of chocolate chip cookies, one for me and one for my mom. I didn't know that they came in twos, or I wouldn't have gotten them. Um, One Beast-style burger combo, which comes with a burger, mm. uh, seasoned fries, and I got a seasoned patty. You can you can say if you want your patty seasoned or not, and a can of Coke. Uh, one Chris style burger, which is basically just French fries. It's like cheeseburgers with French fries on top. And then I also got my mom a beast-style burger, and she wanted no uh, mustard on it. And then also I got some fries unseasoned because I want to see how they were. And then I also got some beast style fries. So that was, that was everything. And also I got a can, of, another can of Coke. So I got two cans of Cokes. I was really racking up the Doughboys credit card here. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a talk after the record. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, we're going to, if you're going to spend this much on the, on the Doughboys uh, card, we're going to have to cut, uh,
2: Robert Bersinger's salary. Uh, hey, you know, that's <laughs> fine with me, baby. I'm going to, hey, I'm going to keep up in that order. Uh, to the point where Drop King has to pay for my order. <laughs> we love you, Drop King, for God's sakes. Everyone said I'm too mean to Drop King. We love you, Drop King. Um, but what Nick said is true. Uh, <laughs> the beast, So the beast style fries, it's basically all the toppings that are on the burgers, uh, which mm-hmm. are the, the beast style burgers, which is uh, ketchup, spicy brown mustard. That's why my mom didn't want it uh mayo and pickles i believe is that it why american cheese and caramelized onion american yeah. cheese and caramelized onion okay and that in that is also all on the burger yes except for maybe the caramelized onion is there caramelized onion on the burger i think you can get it as an option okay yeah i did not get that on the burger um the beast fries were the best fries i had i, I thought they they were weirdly really well done i thought they were going to be a nightmare Yes, but my my mom and I both enjoyed them. They stayed pretty. They sp- stayed hot enough, but it was that kind of like close to just warm temperature, where I think with loaded fries it's okay, but with the French fries mm. they were the same, and that it kind of was a bummer. They weren't they weren't hot enough. Um, the other fries were good too. The seasoned uh, fries, and they actually didn't give any seasoned fries. It was just two orders of seasoned fries. I thought they were. I thought they were. I thought they were decent. There's. They're like they're crisp cut fries, right? Wise, they're they're crinkled. Yeah. They're crinkle cut fries rather.
1: They're crinkle cut fries, but I got mine was a mix of crinkle cut fries and standard cut fries, wow. and I don't know if that was a kitchen error or if that was like their their edge. I guess it, I guess it was a kitchen error. Right? They probably have multiple things there. I thought it was maybe like this is like an edgy version of crinkle cut fries. We got like chaos fries, but right. I guess that was unintentional.
2: No, yeah, no that 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 is not that is not what I got, but um i th- I think that the fries are good, but nothing spectacular. I thought the loaded ones were 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 better than I thought they would be, but they're not like they're not they're not gonna blow you away right
0: yeah i I like the away.
2: fries I
1: okay. like fries a lot you know what here, here we're giving we're giving each we're giving me more nicknames. How about the
0: fry guy? No and the fry guy Ooh. no, I like fries no? it's a more casual i mean the other ones are so. Are so proper and you know it, it sound yeah. like something that you would get from a sovereign, you know, as as part of your title. Yes. Fry guy is like, hey, Fry guy's here. No, yeah, yeah it's it's more casual.
1: It's like I got, I, I sound like, like landed nobility, or I sound uh. like a just a dude you want to hang out with. Depends no, you, on the occasion.
2: You need that silver spoon title, you piece of shit. You need that. You need you need you need Sir Eggplant. <laughs> I, now I, I'm gonna say quickly, Nick. Yes. The fries, especially, didn't work on the Chris style burger. I think the Chris style burger was fun, but the fries just didn't really work on there. They got like a little mushy. There was it bacon has fries on. on the burger. Yeah, there mm. was bacon on there, got and it. it was kind of cheap bacon, but I actually didn't mind the taste. Um, but overall, I thought the fries were were fine. I just wish they were hotter. I mean, that was more the issue with me, and uh, I, I think that the quality of them, if they were if they were fresh coming out of the oven, yeah, I probably would have liked them quite a bit. Uh, mine traveled decently well, and
1: they, they stayed pretty crisp. They weren't as they, you know, beset by condensation as sometimes fries are when they travel. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I will say about the seasoned crinkle cut fries, I really did like the seasoning, <laughs> which was kind of, it's kind of like a Lowry salt with a little extra kick. Uh, the mix is apparently it's spicy red pepper, garlic, paprika, sugar, and a and a hint of lime. The lime's pretty subtle, but I, I thought it was, it was, I like a seasoned fry and I thought they had a, they they weren't messing around with the seasoning. Like it wasn't subtle. Uh, oh, I wasn't, the lime was subtle, but overall the seasoning was pretty forward. And then the beast style fries, I agree with you, Mitch. In fact, I would go so far to say as if you're a vegetarian eating here and, uh, make the beast style fries, your main, mm. because the, veg, the vegetarian sandwich I got, which I'll get to in a second was, did not really deliver, but these were good. They, they're like a plussed up version of In-N-Out animal fries or like a more of a, uh, you know, like a gastropub version of the In-N-Out animal fries. And uh, I like the condiment ribbons they kind of had over the top. I like the way it was presented. I like the big old pickles, the pickle slices. Uh, the pickles,
2: I, I the, like pickles the, were, the pickles the pickles are really good. I thought the pickles were, were were great.
1: I agree and I think you get those the and the fries hold up well with those toppings. I think if you get that bite of cheese and
2: caramelized onion and pickle all in one, it's yeah. it's it's very satisfying. I thought that was good. And Nick, I got to say Mm-hmm. The burger was actually, for me, was kind of the highlight of the whole meal. I, I so Oh, wow. The Beast Burger, wow. which, again, it, it's a smashed crispy beef patties with house seasoning, which I got on there, sharp American cheese, uh pickles, diced white onions, mayo, ketchup, and brown mustard on a soft roll. And I guess also the fries just come with regular mustard, just as mustard, at least. But um my mom wanted no mustard. They put mustard on hers, too. And these were also kind of like getting close to just room temperature. They were mm. warm, but they were not like hot like I right. wanted them to be but um, we both thought the burgers were good the burgers wow. were, were tasty the crystal burger didn't really work with the fries as much but like the actual beast burgers we you know I was like well this is this is fucking good it's not as good as an LA smash burger you're not going to get right. something that's a restaurant quality burger but for like uh, if it was a dry if this was a Wendy's special
0: or Burger King special or McDonald's special I'd be like these are good these are this is this is good That was kind of my issue with the burger. L.A. area burger scene is obviously very crowded, very populated, and there's a lot of like very, very high quality entrance into that uh, particular contest for Mm -hmm. uh, mouths and hearts and minds. Um, And so I was trying to, you know, as I'm eating this, I'm trying to figure where do I slot, you know, where would I slot this into my burger routine if I was going to do that? And it's just hard. Um, that said, if I was maybe somewhere else, um, this is an option. This is an option. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that about the beast fries. Maybe I'll try that next time.
2: Yeah. The beast, the beast, the beast fries were surprising. Like I said, it's with the other fries, it just, is hard to judge the fries when they're, when they're getting close to room temperature, just destroy them, the tra the traveling process. But I thought they were okay. And I think maybe if they were hot, they'd be great. And Nick, it's, it's good to hear that you liked them. Uh, yeah, here's. I, I I did like the B style fries more. And and
1: I do think to your point about, about traveling, because they are inherently mushy, it's a better yeah. travel
2: option. Yeah. The here's here's the bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both of those chicken sandwiches were just legit bad. They were mm, they they were it's a they, like they 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 were over I think that both chicken tenders were they're basically chicken tenders in a sandwich. And here's here's what the crispy one has. It's with mayo, shredded lettuce, and pickles, pretty simple. And then the Nashville hot chicken uh sandwiches with mayo ketchup shredded lettuce and pickles, which is kind of strange. And then they're also they are like kind of uh coated in a spicier Nashville style uh whatever flavoring. Um these were both really bad. Like so mm. bad that like I took a bite of them, I'm like Oh, the chicken tender is like hard. It, it just is not tasting good. My mom took a bite and she's like, "Throw that in the trash." There's no reason to, to keep being, on eating this, which I was. Um, but both, of them, both can, of them, sorry,
1: Mitch. Can you say? Can you say that same thing again? But can you do uh, your impression of your mom?
2: Yeah, <laughs> Michael, throw it in the trash. There's no easy. Oh God, I fuck. It. I fucked up an impression <laughs> of my mom. <laughs> There's no reason to keep eating that. She did. She did. She was saying that, and I and I was like, I got to take a, a couple more bites for the yeah. show. It's for the show. It's right. the integrity of the show, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but they were they were they were bad. They were. I mean, it, like almost it, almost inedible. They were bad. That
0: what sucks. was it? Now was it an issue? Is it a quality of meat issue? Is it an overcooking issue? It was. Is it a poor seasoning issue? Texture? Like what? What was it that just made them bad?
2: I, I think I think it just was the fact that it was overcooked but it was hard to tell if the quality is also bad you know like it just all right. kind of combined into being like I can't really eat this chicken it's too hard to get through so I don't know if there if there was a quality of of meat issue or if it was a of a, a, a fryer later issue and they just kept it in for too long it, it I have no idea it, but it was it was it was just kind of inedible um and you know It's Mr. Beast Burger. I think there. I I don't. I don't know if this is a sort of thing for people who just don't eat meat. It it doesn't seem like these are the stars of the show, but I expected something better because there's not a ton of stuff on the menu. I got almost everything. Um, And then the same thing happened for dessert. Those chocolate chip cookies were really hard to eat. They were overcooked. They just were like they 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 were they were dried out. There was there was and you know like that's fine. I can get like a like a like a well cooked. Chocolate chip cookie with the with the you know the chocolate chip pieces like melty and and if it's hot and warm but these are just not hot and warm they were just kind of like rocks.
1: Well, yeah, mine were mine were at least soft. Oh, oh, mine were not soft at all.
0: I wonder if there's like a vendor issue, you know, particularly Mm. with the with the with the cookies. It seems to me if you're running a ghost kitchen. You know, one of the ways that you would try to cut corners, at least, is uh, finding a third party cookie supplier that you could then just like have deliver slabs and slabs and slabs of cookies or you would get Miss Fields cookies and just like take the branding right. off. I mm-hmm. wonder if it's something like that. These are cookies that have just been sitting around from somewhere. They're not certainly not fresh baked, certainly not baked maybe uh, within a few days of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm certain that's the case and I bet Mitch if we compare photos of cookies that they might not even look the same. Mine had like big yeah. chunks in it. Um I'm not sure what your, you know, I'm not sure what yours was. Was it more of a traditional chocolate chip or was it more of a chocolate chunk?
2: It was uh I think they were chocolate chip. Hold on, I'm going to show you right now. Mine was pretty chunky.
3: Um
1: I, I for, for me I like I I didn't think the the cookies were bad, but I did think they were kind of like mm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, like, adjacent to – but what you're showing looks like a Subway cookie. And that, that's yeah. kind of what yeah. I was like. I was like, this is, like, a little better than a Subway cookie. This is, like, the midpoint between a Subway cookie and a Jersey Mike's cookie, which is, like, well, why bother with the calories? Why bother adding the, to this <laughs> to this meal?
2: When you said that your your chocolate chunks were kind of chunky, I was trying to think of a, like, like, father, like son sort of thing to say, but I couldn't think – Like, I'm the cookie's dad? Uh, like, Yeah, may, is that like, what kind like, of that What? <laughs> Like man, like meal. I don't know. I'm trying to say that you're chunky too. Oh, got it. It's true. You got that tank ass everyone knows about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nick, I haven't seen your ass in a long time. Like physically, actually seen it. It's tanky.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: you can get an. I mean, you can get on my OnlyFans. Uh, (laughs) it's all over there. I'm on
0: there, but you don't. You just do front. Uh, you know, front and waist up picks lately.
2: Yeah. Hey, Jason, I, I, I can, I can, I can give you a picture of it. Um, what, what day is your trash day?
0: <laughs> it's a, every Friday, so hit me up in a couple days.
2: All right, Friday. Take a look out your window when your trash is getting collected. Look at the front of that fucking dump truck, and nothing bigger than an idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's dump truck the ass. Sa-
1: the sandwich I got was Carl's grilled cheese, which is three mm-hmm. slices of American cheese, grilled crisp on an inverted bun. I do think. If this is your lone veggie option, obviously grilled cheese isn't something that travels well. It's best served, like, the the best grilled cheese you're going to have is one you're going to have at home. It's it's just, like, it's so, maybe at a diner, if you get it, like, you know, hot off the flat top, you can have a great grilled cheese there. But a delivery grilled cheese just isn't going to work. And if, so if you're delivery only or if you're takeout only and uh, grilled cheese is your lone veggie option, I mean, you got to do something to figure out how to make that travel a little better. This, this wasn't the case with this. It was soft and cold and it looked like shit. And it was also beyond that, just boring. Like this Mm. place's whole thing, it seems like their burgers and they're, they're certainly with their, their beast style fries, they're like going over the top, right? It's like Mm. more is more. We're putting a bunch of different ingredients. Give me like,
2: put some pickles in that shit.
1: Put some pickled on put some grilled onions, put a, mm. a Parmesan crost- crusted bun, uh, use three different types of cheese instead of three slices of American. It was just a very boring, uh, you know, sub-replacement level sandwich. It was, it was a real disappointment.
0: The bread really felt like an afterthought to me, my right. bread, you know, particularly yeah. because you need it to, you know, you need something with the kind of, um, you know, togetherness to hold all this kind of like juicy material without getting all kind of floppy. Uh, but also something that, you know, people would be able to bite through and it just felt like, uh, you know, just like kind of uninspired, like something maybe you'd get at, uh, at school, kind of that kind of grade yeah. of, of bread. Um, and it just kind of was not, was not doing it for me at all. It looked a little smashed.
2: Yeah. 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 Too much smashing going on in the kitchen. There's sma- too they're much s- smashing too. Yeah. What's going on back there, Wags? Um, what do you got the what is the Hulk back there? Is the Hulk is that what's do you have the Hulk in your kitchen? Is that
1: why things are so smashed? If you have the Hulk in your kitchen, you should mention it.
2: Or let me guess, the Jersey Shore cast is back there. Are they smashing? Oh my gosh. That's what's going on. <laughs> Jesus, I feel a hundred years old saying that. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> we don't know who this very popular YouTuber is, but I pull out a Jersey Shore reference. They're all old now. They're all like fifty. Um. Anyway, was this worth? First of all, it's just a very depressing place. Is it? Is this all worth it? It's it's hard for me because the burger was good. I I like did like the burger, uh. But 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 I'm kind of inclined to not like this place. So so I don't I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, we're gonna decide if it's worth it right now. Wow. It's time for our final thoughts on Mr. Beast Burger. So, Jason, you've done the podcast before, but as a refresher, yes. we'll each go around giving a closing argument, if you will, final assessment on this chain, and end by giving it a rating from zero to five forks. Uh, you are a guest, and we will begin with you.
0: Um, I... Uh, Beast, Mr. Beast Burger, it, it is not worth it for me. I think if you mm. lived in an area where you were kind of bereft of... Uh, hamburger options, right? Quality hamburger options. Maybe you've only got a McDonald's or and a Burger King, and and you want to mix it up. Okay, go for it. Uh, it just was not working to for me, particularly in this very crowded LA burger scene. It felt a little bit like. Uh, an afterthought for mr beast who clearly is an entrepreneur and has many 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 irons in the fire I wish you'd take a little bit more of a, of a personal uh you know interest in this burger chain that bears his branding it you know it just it, to your note you mentioned it previously with the cups and and the kind of, and the bags and the the packaging. It just feels like a branding opportunity, a sunk cost to kind of like promote his various streaming channels. And in that sense, um, you know, I I, I just, I wish the food was better flat out. I'm going to give it two forks. Um, uh, It was not, I I didn't feel great afterwards. The taste was fine, um, but it ultimately was forgettable. And for the kind of, you know, energy wow. that Mr. Beast puts out there, I I thought it'd be something more. I thought there would be just something more to it, and it, and it wasn't. Wow, wow, I two love it.
2: forks, spoon man. What do you think? I think that it's it's kind of uh perfect that we started off this episode st- talking about the movie industry going down. Something that I love, and mm. look, not that chain re- we've reviewed chain restaurants on this on this show, but also. I think I just have an issue with pop-ups. It, it, it's like it, yeah. it's like it's like the streaming of of the of the restaurant world. I feels right. like is it's this sort of thing of like, oh, we have these pop-up kitchens, and it's like, well, like, would I have rather just had Bertucci's where it's operating out of? Yes, I much rather would have just eaten at Bertucci's. If I was to get a meal, take it right over to the cemetery where my dad is. Wags sit on that bench. He's got his his. It's a bench. I told you this that that's the the Mitchell. It's a it's a it's a it's a bench. Yes. You can, you, so you can sit down there. And uh, his
0: grave and, is a bench. His grave or is a bench.
2: Sit- yes, it's true. Okay. His wow. grave. His grave. It's 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 like a it's like a it's like a it's like a, uh, it's like a little bench that you can sit on. And if I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna bring fucking Mr. Beastburger up there. No. I, I I don't. Who cares? What the fuck, Mr. Beastburger? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. And so that did take some of the wind out of myself because I want to tell this guy to fuck off. But <laughs> does he care? Does he really care about food or, yeah. is, or are you like Jason saying, is this is this just a branding thing? Is this a branding thing? And get the fuck out of here. And if it's a thing where yeah. you really care about food, then fucking open up or try to open up a place brick and mortar. I don't know. There's just something that irks me about ghost kitchens. I don't I don't know if other people who are in the restaurant industry will feel the same way or what the feelings are on this, but it does feel like the streaming to the to the to the to the movie theater world, and and right. and, I, and I'm not I'm not 100 on board with it. Why? Because I I I think that the burger is good, and if I was like to rate the burger alone, I'd say that it is like a decent fast food chain burger. Uh, too much packaging, like I said before, because it's in a box and then wrapped up in another thing. Just too much packaging going on, but snazzy packaging my mom was like "Ooh, this looks cool it looked cool but the burger tasted good and then really the 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 beast fries and then kind of nothing else really worked for me but look if that's all it was you can go and get a good burger that's like around a 3.75 three and a half forks the burger alone uh and also the cokes were fine the cokes were just cans of cokes they were good uh, and I got and I got a free cup wags, which is nice to have in the house. This this Mister Beast cup because uh, we don't have big cups in the house. So I, now I got this Mister right. Beast cup. But um, besides that, I'm with Jason. Two forks. I don't give a fuck about this this place. The burger wow. the burger was good. If you go and try the Beast Burger, a double patty or triple patty Beast Burger, I think you'll enjoy it. I think that's fine to try it once, or if you know if you really love it, you can get it as much as you want. But but I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not sold on this. It's something I don't like about it, and I know that this will probably drive some some listeners insane. But it's just how I feel. I there's something I don't like about it, and and two forks. It's a two forker for me, and also it wasn't that great. It's just the burger was right. the burger was tasty.
1: Yeah, I mean that's, I I guess that's kind of a, a I'm I'm with you on the ghost kitchens in general, and and I <laughs> like it seems kind Sorry. of weird and and. Wait, what was that I you just got, got scared? scared of, yeah, they say, said ghost. Yeah, even though you just said it a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it again. Just prepare yourself. All right, I'll be fine. Okay, uh, so I also don't know. I, I have weird feelings about ghost kitchens. Ah! <laughs> 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 I I'm conflicted uh, because it is. I don't know. It it does seem like dystopian, especially when I would early on in quarantine, when I was ordering some to go food, the first time I encountered a ghost kitchen was by accident. I was like, Oh, this looks like a good Italian sandwich. And then we went and it was like a fucking, you know, it, it felt like I was going to go get the, the shirts, in when Robert De Niro and Goodfellas is trying to get Lorraine Bracco to go down the yeah. alley to like in get there. some free clothes in, in there, there. Yeah. yeah. In <laughs> there.
3: Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> right in there.
1: It felt like I was getting some hot mobster shirts or something. It was really strange. And, and and uh I but I also don't know if it's going to be something that's going to outlive quarantine. Like, is it right. going to outlive the right. shutdown? Because mm. people I think are gonna want to go out. And I think also just from a branding standpoint. It's it's tougher to have your brand out there if you don't have brick and mortar stores. I mean, even like an all online business like Amazon has physical stores as just like this is their establishing it in the world. Not that they 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 need that, but like I I don't know. I I just kind of I I don't foresee Ghost Kitchen's stand lasting forever. Maybe I'm
2: wrong. Well, uh, why well, so? You you, you, you bring something to find out. You you bring up you bring up a good. Well, first of all, if it is helping a place like Bertucci's make money. Then yeah, yeah, that is that can be a good thing. But I got to say, it also adds to the extreme chaos. And I didn't hit on that as much, but like there, there, there's fucking four different restaurants now within this one restaurant. So five restaurants, and they were actually seating people in this restaurant at this point, and and there were people sitting down, and it just felt like so fucking chaotic. People coming up to the counter, agreed, and putting in their orders or saying I have pickup. It just felt it felt crazy, and also picking up for Bertucci's. And I, I feel like it's got to suck for some of the employees there. It seems yeah. like it's fucking chaotic and crazy. So.
1: I I think it's gonna suck, and I think it also lowers the overall quality level. Like it's yes, just like having to do absolutely. too many things, and mm-hmm. and then also I think like probably being conscious of like you know cross contamination or food allergies, it probably makes that tougher uh, when you're pro- you're doing a bunch of different foods in the same same workspace. So yeah, I, I mean there there are reasons it's it's maybe not a good trend as far as this specific place is fair. I was like, I wouldn't get it again, but I wouldn't not get it again, if that makes right. sense. It's like, if someone, if they were, if like, it was like a work order, and like, we're get. I guess that's how I keep thinking about these things, eating as a vegetarian yeah. at these chains. It's like, I right. wouldn't go on my own but if everyone was like, hey, we're getting this. Do you want in on it? I would order some Mr. Beast fries because I thought the beast fries were pretty and as, good.
2: As a vegetarian, you'd hate that if it was like, we're going to Mr. Beast Burger tonight. You'd be like, oh, fuck. I guess I'll just get the Mr. Beast fries. You wouldn't yeah. like it. It wouldn't be. I, good I wouldn't thing. be
1: excited.
2: I wouldn't be excited
1: about it, but I'd be OK with it. And I do mm-hmm. think those were those were pretty good. You know, I go by a lot of names. Uh, Burger Boy, Lettuce Lad, <laughs> Sir Eggplant, uh, Fry Guy, Tank no. Ass. Tank ass, more like it. <laughs> Tank
0: ass. <laughs> but
1: uh as for uh, as for Mr. Beast, uh, the man who dubbed himself Mr. Beast, I I mean, I, I think I agree with the consensus that this just this feels like a side project. This feels like an afterthought, mm. this feels like something that perhaps uh, could use some more consideration top to bottom as a as a concept. Uh, so I'll go a little bit above the consensus just because it outperformed my expectations, and I'll say two and a half forks. Wow. For Mr. Beast Burger. Okay. Hey,
2: Mr. Beast, if you got an issue with it, come on the show. Talk to us, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> give, give us
2: our most popular episode, please. <laughs> <laughs> now, why I, Yeah. Well, I got to quickly say just a quick review Bertucci's Five Forks. Go and get Bertucci's instead. Support wow. Bertucci's. I, and we now are in the sad part of our dystopia where I have to say, go and support a chain restaurant,
3: Bertucci's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But go and support Bertucci's, and support Arclight, support some of these smaller chains. Right. Because that's what the world has come to. But seriously. Or
0: or else Mitch will climb to the top of the Cinerama Dome, and he will commit suicide. I will
2: jump. I will commit suicide. (laughs) I will dive off. I've never done a dive in my life, but I'll dive off the top of the minion the minionified arc light dome, the Cinerama dome.
1: That noggin of yours will hit the sidewalk and you'll be fine. You'll just walk
2: it off. <laughs> you're <calling> me fuck <laughs> you're saying I'm like fucking bonk, you piece of shit. <laughs> you got a bonk head. I don't have a bonk head. Well, we'll we'll figure this out after the
1: break. We'll be right back with more Doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch. I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no.
2: (laughs) Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep
1: them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down.
2: Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see.
1: Problems?
2: issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive
1: coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional
2: charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel dot slash Doughboys.
1: Welcome back to Doughboys. We're with Jason Concepcion. That was our review of Mr. Beast Burger. It's time for a segment. We've got a yeah. set of fast food jingles, and Mitch and Jason have to
2: guess... What
1: year they're from? Wow! It's jingle wow. all the way, spelled W H E Y.
2: The worst part about this is the way way is spelled.
1: It used to be W E I G H, and then we got the note to change it to W H E Y, and that's what it is now. The rules: whoever guesses closest who eats, to the year with- who
2: eats way, am I the one who got mad at when it was spelled way W E I G H? I mean, I'm mad about um, both of them to be to be clear.
1: Yeah, I mean you're just I just think Matt is like your default state. So <laughs> right. who knows let's what get, the trigger was? Let's go, let's get into this. Here are the rules. Whoever guesses closest to the year, without going over, gets a point. And if you wow. get the year exactly, you get two points. This is the Arden Marine rule. Wow. Um so Emma is going to play each of these jingles and uh and then you each will take turns guessing what year they are. And this week's theme are all mcdonald's commercials wow. we're staying in burger Town. Wow. McDo- vintage mcdonald's commercials guess the year uh emma will play it and then see who comes closest emma let's start things off
3: like mcdonald's is a place for our favorite taste when we're waking up an appetite I like the choices on the menu. have a good
2: i I fucking love that. I, Damn, that was great. That was the that barge. That was so I like good.
1: It. Uh, and we sort of see that vintage window blinds effect visual yeah. effect going on
2: in the background. So this that is transition. Hard, this is kind of this is a tricky one to place. It was uh This is a good first one. It's 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 tricky to 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 think of where exactly this is, but I have
1: an uh,
0: idea. Who goes I think first? An idea too. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, Jason, you're our guest. We'll have you go first. All right. And then we'll trade off.
0: Um, DeBarge, uh, of course, uh, who could forget uh, DeBarge's uh, classic hit, The Rhythm of the Night, to the beat of The Rhythm of the Night, something, something, something else. Uh, And then I want to say that was, that feels like an early 80s thing. I'm going to say 1983. I'm going to put it right there. 1983 is the year.
1: 1983. All right, Mitch, what do you think?
2: It's very interesting to me because it feels 80s, but then it also feels just the look of the commercial felt a little dated, too. Like, it does look like early 80s, but then I was wondering if this could also be early 70s, if it could be, I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, late 70s, like 78 or 79. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's where I'm going to go in that area, just to, if Jason's 83. I think 83 is a great guess, by the way. Um, But I'm going to go a little farther back. Oh man, but that's wrong. Just because there was that there's that graphic. But I mean they had graphics in the 70s, too, right? All right, I'm gonna go 19, yeah. so i seven I'm gonna go seventy-eight. I'm gonna go a little earlier. Maybe this is before they got the, they got their big hit. 1978. Too early. Fuck. From Mike Mitchell is too early. As is
1: 1983, is actually 1984, but Jason, you were closest. Wow. You get a point.
3: Whoa. Damn,
1: Jason, you nailed it. Damn. It does feel older than 84, but uh, it, does. it It uh, but that was the year that DeBarge commercial premiered. I got a new note
2: then. That's mm-hmm. a shitty ass commercial for, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, it looks like
0: shit, right? I mean, it does, right? It did look like shit. It looks it looked bad. It thoroughly like sh- I mean, like E.T. had come out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. All the, yes. all the Star Wars had happened already, and this is what you're doing? You're fucking McDonald's. Like, pick it up.
2: Jason, good point fucking toss E.T. in that thing.
0: It would have been fun to see. Yeah,
2: Well, we'll see if this next spot
1: is at all better for the year it came out in. And we're going all the way to Deutschland. This commercial is McDonald's ist einfach gut from McDonald's, Germany. Einfach gut? Einfach gut? Einfach gut. Ist einfach gut. Translates to McDonald's is simply good.
3: Okay. Okay. Whoa.
1: We're seeing a little boy get his hair cut.
3: I'm like good. I make
2: i It sounds like horny Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fuck Groot. It, that's what it sounds like. Um, a,
1: weird com- a weird sort of narrative there, which is just a kid getting yeah. a haircut and he hates it. It's like 20, 20 it. seconds of the commercial is just him being like really, really upset that his hair is getting cut. And then he's being rewarded with McDonald's at the end.
0: Right. So the, he hates it, by the way, to the point that the barber is very roughly like pushing his head, his head to the yes. side yeah. so that yeah. he can get to the places that he needs to cut because the kid just hates it so much he will not cooperate.
2: And, and and also like what else would you like to think about when you think about hot McDonald's fries and like hair, loose hair?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitch, you're up first. What year did that uh, did uh, McDonald's wow. I, ist einfach gut well, first
2: this premiere? Is einfucked, einfucked Groot? Uh, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, this is this is tricky because this feels very eighties to me. Um, and now I'm like, is this now older than fucking the the last one or is it is it coming a little later? Is this like an eighty eight commercial? Yeah. And this is the the, the the what country is this Wagger? It's from it's from uh Germany. Germany. It is okay. Uh Deutschland, you said. And now uh, yes.
0: Germany, when you say Germany Ger- like West Germany or the uh 1991, I think it would have been post unification
1: Germany, I wow. believe. The Berlin Wall was down in what? 89 mm, yeah. maybe? maybe that
2: was maybe wrong. that's why he hated being in that chair. Maybe he was there could be something <laughs> right, maybe wrong. Maybe maybe that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um uh oh, man. I'm going to go 87. I think it's in the 80s, but I I, that's, I that's,
0: it could be 10
2: I mean, years earlier. It could be 78. It's 1987. The, the first from one Mr. threw Slice. me off, The first one threw me off so much because the first one felt older yeah. And now this feels '80s, but I don't know. '87, I'm going '87. All right, Jason. Mitch says '87. What say you?
0: Yeah, I think that that is that era feels broadly correct. The kind of like gauzy cinematography that made it feel as yeah. if you know you're looking at something like through a uh, through a family album. Right. That was certainly a style around then. Yep. Um, I think that. It feels as if, you know, the kind of like childhood motifs of of trying to, uh, again, wrangle and uh, wrangle this uh, rebellious child who is refusing to submit to authority feels very uh, kind of like the dregs of the Cold War. I'm going to say pre-unification also. I'm going to put it wow. at nine. Uh, I'm going to put it at 1990. I'm going to say it's 1990. Wow.
2: That's a good, that's, that's, that's a great, that is a, that's a great guess. And also there is that other thing too, of like, you know, uh, the Germany McDonald's commercial, why, I've said this before, but that could be from like the year 2000 and Germany's just behind yeah. the times, right. you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. That's true too. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it's, it's always tough to tell with, with Europe when they adopt a, American trends. However, Jason, mm-hmm. you again have come closest. Fuck. 1991. Wow. This commercial 91.
3: premiered.
0: Fuck later than thought. And I'll tell I you what, it's ain't fuck good as well.
2: <laughs> Damn, Jason, you are you are really killing it, and also just showing some knowledge. Just, it's just you know, it seems like you have an idea of history, which I have no concept of. Uh, I don't really know American history or you know European history is just out the window, so that 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 doesn't help me at all. Um, so I think that I should be able to go first again because of my disadvantage. All right. Uh, the next ad, Jason will be going first for this one. This features the non-standard
1: <laughs> McDonald's riverboat. Trash. This is McDonald's and you. Okay.
0: McDonald's and you, McDonald's and you, sharing good times together wherever with you.
2: Oh, there was a the, little hint at the end. There, we we saw some cars. Yeah, yeah, there was also the the so the U
1: is is Ronald McDonald appro- uh, appearing abruptly and full frame and pointing to camera like Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. just like you, yeah. just out of nowhere. It is a little oh, jarring. A,
0: a truly horrific image that will haunt <laughs> me for the rest of my days. Yeah, it was
2: not fun. It was not fun to look at. I agree with you. It was it was it was it was a little terrifying. I get why he's. I mean, I'm sad that Ronald is gone in some ways, but uh, uh, but uh, it's. I think it was a, the right move. Get him, get him the fuck out of there.
1: So that featured the riverboat McDonald's, which is it, which was located in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> um, until uh, and until I the- uh,
2: I hijacked it, Ocean's Eleven style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Jason, you're up first. What year do you think McDonald's and you first aired?
0: Yeah, wow, this is really tough. I'm not good at IDing cars either. Mm-hmm. This feels, uh, you know, I think it it really feels like McDonald's. Uh, I'm just guessing here and spitballing, but it, this feels like pre their kind of engagement with pop culture and pop culture trends when they were really seem to seeming to market to adults in mm-hmm. this ad, less children that you know, um, less young people. So I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say 19, uh,
2: 1980. 1980, wow. on the dot. Mitch, what do you think? Um, this feels mid 80s to me. You know what I think this is? This is 1986. The the Red Sox and the Mets are playing. I bet you Bill Buckner saw that fucking terrifying McDonald's before the ball went between his legs. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Bill Buckner. I was never mad about that. I also was four when that happened, so. Um, but, uh, he always got too much shit, but I think it's around, I think it's mid eighties. I think it feels there's malls. There's like kind of like shitty eighties cars that had like some had like a 70 vibe to it, but it feels mid eighties. These are hard because again, drop King, you, you tricky fuck. They're all kind of, they're all, they all kind of feel similar. They're like, (laughs) they feel, they feel like they feel like they could all be like clustered together. They're, they feel close, but I'm going to say 87, I'm sorry, 86. 86. 86, Eighty-six
3: from Mitch.
1: Yes, I should mention these. These, as always, uh, all, as always, jingle all the way, uh, compiled by our associate producer, the Drop King Robert Persinger. You both are equally close. However, Mitch, you went over. Oh my! So God. So Jason gets it. Nineteen eighty-three is when wow. this
2: commercial first premiered. Wow, a little all earlier. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. All right
1: couple more uh jason i believe has clinched it but mitch you can still play for personal pride uh, let's play the next one
3: <laughs>
2: what if what if i what if i get two? what if, if in the next two i get the two point ones
1: that's true i forgot about the, the Arden marine rule if you mm-hmm. if you two point both of these if you exacto both of these okay. you can you can take it so okay. here we go
3: there's a new fangled oh wow coming down the street a modern mama moving to the beat in a high-tech oasis a place where you can get back to basics food, folks, <laughs>
0: food, folks, <and> <laughs> food folks, so the visual food
2: folks and fun
1: Food, folks, and fun, what it lands on the full screen graphic. The visuals, which our listeners are not getting, obviously, have a lot of clues in them. We've got someone rollerblading towards the end, uh, some inline skates. We've got someone using a a, a businessman, an important businessman, pushing a stroller, but also using an old-time brick cellular phone, one of those big, bulky cellular phones, those 1.0-era cellular phones. And then we've also got a, it's like presented as a novelty that a woman is in the the corporate world. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. you can
0: see you can feel the social changes happening there are there uh, is a a non-white person uh, maybe even two in this ad so mm-hmm. you know the 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 fabric of the of the country is is slowly changing and it's reflected in this ad
2: And an yes. old an old white man boss sees it and his uh his jaw drops to the floor and his eyes shoot out of his head like uh like a like cartoon wolf
0: Yeah and then he see <laughs> he walks in and he sees uh, the woman in his workplace and he says what is she doing here? Get out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then he's like, thank God there's still McDonald's. Yes. (laughs) Some things haven't changed. And they thought this would appeal to people, the sick fucks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mitch, what year do you think this came out?
2: 1994, Nick. Locked. Wow. Locking in at Um, 94 immediately. 12 years old. In 94, 11 to 12 years old, rollerblades are... I think it's ninety four I mean there's a chance it's ninety five I'm trying to get it on the dot here, so there's a chance it's ninety five and I'm, I'm and and I'm gonna be bummed out, but i'm gonna go ninety four I admire the big swing, locking it in
1: immediately Jason, what do you think
0: the the guitar and the uh and the cinematography uh you know the kind of guitar uh, acoustic guitar vibe of the song it, it evokes like a real four non blondes kind of feel mm-hmm. um a- Great breakdown. Uh, I feel as if uh you know I feel as if this is going to be I wanna say 1992. Wow. I'm gonna say ninety-two I'm a little troubled that there isn't more kind of like overt grunge in this. But then again, they are trying to appeal to a wider uh, uh, cross section of America. They didn't want to they wouldn't want to just kind of segment it like that. You've got the guitar, which would cross over to some of the uh, the alt rock fans, but also is evocative of like Garth Brooks and things that were happening at the time. I'm going to say 1992. I'm locking it. You know what?
2: Jason, more like Jordan. It's You know what? It's it's a pleasure just watching you play the game because you're damn good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you're damn good at it. Oh, by the way, I want to clear up my thing of the boss wasn't attracted to the woman. He was shocked to see a woman when the jaw hit right. the floor. Right. I realize he that that's that also that the horny wolf. I think it got confused there. <laughs> Whatever. We'll edit it out. All right. Let's hear the answer, Wags. Amazingly, you both overshot it. I am
3: shocked wow! that this came
1: out. In 1990, wow! wow. This I That's surprising. It predates McDonald's "ist einfach gut." Oh my god! Einfach that's in, that
2: blows my mind.
1: Yeah, really wild. Uh, I, I had no idea that big brick cell phones were around in, in 1990, but there we are. Wow! And inline skating—it felt like it was later than that. Damn! I yeah, guess the last
0: same.
2: one's just gonna have to be worth four points. I guess I don't know.
1: All right, here's That's the final one.
0: Quidditch rules happening here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here's the Golden Finch. Let's play this one, Emma. Let's play number five. We do it all for you.
3: You, are the one. You're why we do it right now.
1: Wow. D- definitely a shot on film, definitely from a different For earlier sure. era than what else we've seen so far. And kind of it sounds like kind of a, a monkeys esque uh, sure, track. It
0: sure
2: does. Um, you're trying to push us back to the 60s?
1: No, I'm saying I'm I'm just saying what I'm picking up from it. Mm. But I leave it to you in terms of what year this actually came out. So let's see. This brings us back to Jason. Yes, Jason, you're guessing yeah. first year.
0: So you know, I'm here. I, I hear what you're saying with the monkeys, but I'm more hearing like happy days. Mm. Uh, that's the vibe I'm getting, and you know, just kind of like the haircuts and stuff. I'm thinking like Christie McNichol, these kind of like young celebs of a uh, uh, mid '70s, you know, mid to later '70s. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pin this at. 1976. I'm gonna put it right there in 1976. Uh, I was gonna choose
2: the
1: bicentennials. That's what was in my head. Wow. Jason guessing 1976.
2: Mitch, that's off the board. So what say you? A great, a great guess. I truly, I I was thinking the bicentennial. We can share it. I would I would love to share it, but you know what? (laughs) Jordan shot his shot. You play the game that you you play the game you want to play, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my second thought, which is nineteen. 78, a year Mm. before my sister was born. 1978. 78. I think it is, or I think 76 might be it.
1: Uh, Jason, I don't know as a Knicks fan how you're feeling about all these Jordan comparisons. I guess he is the GOAT.
0: but <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. I've honestly just been kind of like uh, throughout this th- this particular part of this segment just kind of ruminating on the desperation of the tag, we do it all for you. It's so – there is a real hint of, of, of uh, uh, you know, like uh, of depression and like mm. g- don't you understand that we do this for you? We're doing it for you. Uh, and I've just kind of been ruminating on what led them to that place. It must have been, yeah. uh, you know, kind of dire times. I, 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 I would imagine for McDonald's at this particular era.
2: Jason, I have ever told you that you are like the mellow of this game. You are like the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, you both come up empty with this one. This uh, came wow. out in 1975. Uh, no, but that said, Jason, off. Jason, you still win this edition of Jingle All the Way. Way spelled W H E Y. Very well played.
2: If we, we ever have an All Star game, which by the way probably should for the fucking Doathon. Wow, let's go an All Stars game. Um, then, then a. Uh, well, it's it's impossible. You know what? That's too hard to do.
0: <laughs> well, I love that you just extend the invitation and then immediately snatch it it's, away.
2: It's gone. It's gone. Already. it's too. I just realized how complicated it was. <laughs> too complicated.
1: Very, very well played. An uh, uh, on, on of our, for our champion Jason Concepcion. Yeah, you could pass. Uh, that was jingle all the way. Just like a restaurant. We your feedback. Let's open up the feedback today. We have an email from Eva. Eva writes, if you could make a burger out of individual elements from other fast food burgers, which ones would make the best final burger? Like the bun from Wendy's, the sauce from In-N-Out, the meat from I don't know, actually. So best final burger. We're combining a bunch of different burger components. Having read this question, my first uh, my bun instinct, I feel like this is a bun that gets forgotten. Arby's has great buns. Yeah, Arby's does. Especially that onion way. roll. That onion roll is great, and I feel like that onion roll with a burger would be very, very satisfying. I, Damn, I would, It's hard I would for me to start... top
2: that. I love that Big Mac bun, though. I mean, I mean, sesame my, bun is good. It's a classic bun. I think my answer might just be the Big Mac. No alterations. <laughs> no alterations. I, no alterations. Alter- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think that there's there's. Look, I definitely want to pull something from the, from the Dave's Dave's double. You know, like I think that the mm, two right. the, the two patties with cheese from the Dave's double might be fucking might be the thing to pull out of there. I I I don't know. And then also, there's things I like about the Whopper. It's just this is this is very hard. But let's let's try to figure it out.
1: Uh, I mean, like I, I guess a, a part of it too is like what. Type of components to even like on your burger—it's going to be so mm-hmm. personal to each person. Because like, who yeah. has the best onions is
2: moot if you don't like onions. Period. That's true. Damn, why? Because what if you? What if you? Mm, all right, hear me out here. Yes, please. If you made an In-N-Out style burger, but you got the two Dave's patties, the two, but then now are we going too thick? The thing I complained about earlier in this episode are those two. Yeah, th- is that too thick for and the In-N-Out is, style? That is
0: very, very thick. It's thick I, I was thinking like an in and out in and out meat with with an Arby's you swung me with your with your impassioned uh, defense of Arby's I think an in and out kind of innard with an Arby's bread would to me yes. be an improvement over both
2: and here we go yeah. in and out par- in and out patties with cheese, Arby's bread, Wendy's lettuce mm. 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 Burger King's onions and mcdonald's big mac sauce wags wow
1: that's uh, quite
2: a frankenstein you've constructed
1: there I-, I would also put a if i was gonna put uh use some bacon use some chain bacon i do think that the bacon from carl's jr hardy's is a pretty good bacon mm. i mean like as fast food bacons go i guess you could also make a case for the wendy's bacon
2: the wendy's bacon i think is good yeah uh, yeah, I, I would I would pull those out. I'm trying to think of like good onions, and I feel like Carl's Jr. also has some pretty great onions too, and they got good pickles.
1: You can mm. also get the onion rings on there. I was also going to say, I, I I feel like we're probably. To the frustration of many of our listeners, neglecting subregional chains, and I will say mm. the cheese on the Culver's cheeseburger mm. is very good. Like Culver's has, I mean, you you should expect it. It's from America's Dairyland, Wisconsin. They should have great dairy, and and yeah, I, I feel like if you pulled the cheese from a Culver's, that would plus up any burg.
2: Do do we are, are we making Five Guys uh, fans mad? I mean, I don't know. Probably we are. Uh, does Five Guys have a good bun? I can't remember. I feel like it's like it gets it's it fine. Gets, yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah. I actually yeah. think the meat from five guys, if anything, is kind of their standout, but also just yeah. like they just have so many top. I mean, you could take like what? Give me the take the fucking steak sauce from five guys.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you happy? We got five guys in there. My 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 thing is, is that like what what is what is the meat and cheese? That is the biggest question for it seems like it, in an out burger, which I get. It does have great. Yeah. it does have great beef. Honestly, for me, after that, I'd probably go Wendy's. I do. I, I I really like the Wendy's beef. I know that people think we overpraise Wendy's. I just genuinely think it.
0: has I good love beef. Wendy's.
2: And then after Fresh, that, never frozen. you're right. Maybe Five Guys. Five Guys would be s- some of my top ones as far as as beef contenders.
1: We've also haven't mentioned Shake Shack, which you reviewed pre- mm. previously, Jason. And, we gotta you know, go obviously back to Shake Shack. New York. Shake
2: Shack is we haven't been in a long time. It feels like. We haven't been in a
1: while. Like, where do you stand on Shake Shack's various components?
0: I I think that Shake Shack is wonderful. I am I'm mm. I, I will admit my bias as a New Yorker, and this being a New York chain, I I remember, uh, not quite fondly, but remember the days when there was only one Shake Shack. It was in Madison Square Park, and you had to check a webcam to see how long the line was. And wow. uh, and Goldman Sachs had like their own dedicated line, like they would just like cut the plebs and like get their uh, get their burgers for their entire like world destroying uh, corporation. Oh, <laughs> that said, uh, you know, uh, great ingredients, well seasoned, well cooked, uh, juicy burger. I'm a big fan of Shake Shack, and I'm a big fan of all the components that they have. Uh, mm-hmm. Their shakes are also stand out very good. They've since, you know, in the intervening years, entered the kind of chicken wars with both their chicken bites and uh, their right. chicken sandwich, and those are all quality offerings that I that I highly recommend. They've uh, they've improved their burger offerings. They've kind of like got like the, I, I for, I'm forgetting the name. But it's like the roadside burger, which is more of like a melted cheese and caramelized onion thing. They uh, there's everything there is worth having at least once.
2: I, I think, I think, I think Shake Shack gets too much hate these days. Too much, too much, too much sh- more like Shade Shack, Wags. People throwing shade mm-hmm. at him. More like Shake Shack, uh, Shade Shack. Yeah.
1: They, they've they been kind of, I think what happened, well, I, I I had some frustrations with Shake Shack just because I think they overexpanded and I think some of their chains, mm-hmm. some of their their outlets are like a little less, you know, they, they're just not up to the standard of the ones in New York. Yeah. Uh which I think is a fair criticism. But yeah, I think I think there's maybe been I think there was also a backlash just to the hype cuz everyone who had sure. Shake Shack before it was For big sure. was like this is the fucking best and then you have it and you're like, well, I don't know, it's like it, people have similar reactions in and out. So um but yeah, let us know online. Hit us up with your particular concoction. Your abomination, your burger that would scream kill me uh, if actually created. Uh hashtags Jesus. Wow. Frankenburger. Hashtag Frankenburger. And if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at DoughboysPodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. You can get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, by joining the Golden or Platinum Play Club at Patreon.com slash Doughboys.
2: And hey, you create this monster burger, and then you find out it threw a girl in the river? How would you feel about that?
0: Yeah, I what know. you
2: then? You'd feel conflicted about eating it. Yeah, you feel... <laughs> Anyways, you were saying about the doughathon. The first
1: annual Doughboys Doathon, a 25 hour live stream for charity, will be May 1st only on twitch.tv slash doughboyspodcast.
2: Will there be a best of uh, uh, jingles, jingle all the way listener? Will there be an, a jingle all the way
0: all-stars?
2: No, there will no. not. No, the answer is no. no you have already decided it's no. technically to it bitch.
0: You had, you got my hopes. You you brought them up and then you dashed them and you did it again. Jason, I'll be honest with you. I
2: would, I would, I would, I would like to see you compete against other, other, all, other all stars. I, I would like to see you compete against them, but it's not going to happen.
1: Uh, no. God. <laughs> Uh, Jason Concepcion, what a what a tr- what a treat, what a thrill to have you back! Uh check out Take Line, check out All Caps NBA. Uh, if you are a fan of the league and anything else you would like to promote,
0: uh, that no, those are the things. Thank you for having me on. You know what? Doughboys is einfach fuck good.
2: Wow, wow,
1: that's
0: a,
2: a true honor. The nicest thing Hype that's praise. ever been said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for Mister Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm. The Lettuce Lad, Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, we're reopening up the feed bag. Ghost of the pod, You Song Lou is back and we're a all your cues. What's the right diameter for an onion ring? And that kind of stuff. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources
3: for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.